Broadcasting Live. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, children of all ages. Welcome to another exciting episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister, and apparently I did not turn my ringer off. And how does someone not know that I am on the radio? And I am all by myself today. I was all by myself. Yes, thank you, Colin. I appreciate that. Good no yes, apparently everyone's having car trouble this morning, and I am here all by myself. Yes, all by myself. Yes, apparently Honest Abe left a light on in his car last night and had to jump his car. He did not even own jumper cables. That's interesting, Adam, because I left the light on in my car the other day. Hey, microphone's working. Good. Um, and car started just fine. Oh, really? My light was left on. Hmm. Yeah, man, I'm not well, believing the excuse is what I'm saying. Well, and then, of course, apparently Lady M's car got towed. Does yeah. that mean drunken and couldn't find it till too late? No, I'm going to go with actually towed. Who knows? But, oh. you know, I'm sure at some point we'll get the actual story out of her. But as for now, I don't really know what the actual ordeal was. But welcome to another exciting episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. It's going to be a fantastic show for you today. Dr. Gabby Caffey, owner of Caffey 1901 Cigars, will be our Meet Your Maker. Robert Allen, Director of Operations for Cigars for Warriors, will be here. And Mark Foley, former congressman from Palm Beach County, will be our special guest as well. Hey, look who joined me. Hello. What's going on? Welcome, Honest Abe. I am now no longer all by myself. All by myself. That's what I said, but we were actually playing Green Day. We were were playing Green Day earlier. (laughs) Yes, but uh, welcome. Good to be here. Glad you could join us. Yeah, you, I thought you'd swing by. I was in the neighborhood. You've been on hiatus for a while. Well, yeah. Well, you know, you had a lot of stuff going on. Busy time of year. True. Busy time of year. Yeah. Well, it happens. It happens, but yeah, we're here, and I think Lady M is looking for her car this morning. Yeah, apparently she found it. And she found it? Well, that's what the rumor is, anyway. I got towed? The rumor of the text message world. Right? Yeah. Towed or stolen, which was it? Yeah. Apparently towed, is well, what she said. You know, it's funny, because I actually had to look for something I don't think I've used in 20 years. I had to look for jumper cables this morning. You know, you don't you don't think about them until you need them. I'm telling you, I can't remember the last time I used a pair of jumper cables, but yeah, one of my kids went to the car to get their violin or something last night and turned on some light and left it on all night. I'm surprised your kids knew where the light switch was in the car. Well, yeah, they're, you know, they figured it out. Well, there you go. Or hit, hit the headlight or something on accident on the way out. I don't know what they did. But they drained the battery, and then I had to go looking for a jumper cable knocking on a neighbor's door. It's fun stuff. Then I had to look at the manual to figure out where the battery was in the car, because it's not that obvious. Really? Yeah, something yeah, I had to read. It was like under the back seat. It's under the back seat? Yeah, it's weird. Really? Yeah. The crazy things they're doing with cars yeah. nowadays. Huh. You never know. Well, we've got a great show, as I said. Mark Foley will be here. 
be interesting. Robert Allen, Dr. Gab, Dr. Gabby Keffey will also be our major maker. Be interesting to see what he thinks about all this FDA stuff. Being a, well, I I really want to ask him about what it is and what it takes to actually get a bill through Congress because he is someone who legitimately knows what it takes to actually do and to get something pushed into Congress. You'll probably tell us how impossible it is. Absolutely. Now, every week on Kiss My Ash Radio, we like to give away some of the finest pieces of uh, uh, Zykar, makers of the finest cutters and lighters guaranteed for life. Every week, Zykar has been giving away a special prize to a, a winner every week. Hearty congratulations to Dan Beckett from Lakewood, Colorado, who was our winner of last week's caption contest. Yeah. Did you see the picture? I did not. <laughs> All right. You'll have to take a look at it. Oh, yeah. I'll pull it up for you. You know, that'd be nice if I could actually see the winning pieces. If someone would actually send those to me, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, our fi- our friends over at Zyke are giving away a 10-count travel case, a 16-ounce can of butane, uh, and a pro- bottle of propylene glycol, and a 250... Cr- a 250 crystal humidification unit. This prize is $68 to our lucky winner. Uh, visit the face- Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page and post your photo this week of you smoking and grilling. Since it is uh, 4th of July weekend, we want you to go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page and post a photo of you smoking and grilling. Oh, my. Yeah. Way to go, Dan. Yeah, a little disturbing. That, I don't... <laughs> That's a 4th of July meme? Yeah, I found it a little disturbing. Who picks these winners? I don't know. <laughs> that should have been like automatic disqualification. <laughs> Seriously. I, I, I mean, is he just trying to suck up to you or what? I, I don't even, I'm not even sure if that's really a suck up, in my opinion. Really? Nah. I... That's just wrong. That's wrong in Fan any sense. Fan adulation of some kind? Yeah, I don't know. It's wrong in any sense. Uh, so make sure you go to the Kiss My Ass Radio Facebook page and post the best photo of you smoking and grilling this weekend. Every week, our good friends over at Recluse like to, we do the Recluse Weekly Poll. Last week, we asked you, do you agree with the United Kingdom's decision to leave the European Union? 19% of you voted no. 28% voted I could care less about the Queen and the UK and its Queen. And 53% agreed with the decision to exit the European Union. A little surprised at that. I know. I mean, I'm not really all into it, but... You know, I like to watch This Week with John Oliver. Right. I actually like John Oliver. He's pretty funny. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Right. But he was, to- I mean, he, he was just totally, I mean, he just said, look, at the core, because he's British, you know, mm-hmm. you know, he wants to scream leave the union, but he just went off, like, for a whole 20 minutes on how bad it would really be in the end for the UK. I was a little surprised at that. They did it, it. It's, you know, it's it's a very interesting thing, but at least I'm glad the market started to go back up a little yeah. bit this week. So hopefully my portfolio, eventually I can retire. Up t- uptick this week, though. Yeah. Season premiere of Ray Donovan. Oh, yeah. Uh, Not a Ray Donovan fan? You know what? I love Liv Schreiber. It's your, it's your genre. It, it's totally my genre. I don't, oh, get, yeah. I don't get Showtime, but they haven't. Oh. Um, I think they finally put the first season on Amazon Prime. Oh. So it's... <sighs> It's on the list of things I'd like to watch. You know, you know who really makes a show is his dad, um, Angela Jolie's father. What's his name? Oh, um, yeah, John Voight. John Voight. John Voight. Oh, man. John Voight's car. John, John Voight's car. <laughs> John Voight totally makes that. Totally makes that show. No? Steals nobody? it. No, what's John Voight's car? Seinfeld. Basically, oh. in one season of uh, Seinfeld, George bought a car, a Chrysler LeBaron, because the salesman told him it was John owned, by, jo- owned John, by John Voight. That's funny. Turned out it was owned by John Voight, the periodontist. That's funny. Not John Voight, the I was actor. never really a big sitcom guy. Uh, you know, I mean, I, just, I, I think I followed maybe Cheers. 
Oh, that's really going bad. And, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, but but everyone, everyone, not my genre. everyone really watched Cheers at the time because cable really wasn't what it was. Yeah, true. There wasn't that many options. And Cheers really was one of those total water cooler shows, especially and just dominated. I mean, look, all my sitcoms really are very limited. I mean, Cheers, Family Ties. Uh, I mean, otherwise, you're going back to Taxi and Archie Bunker, you know. But wow. yeah, I'm not really a sitcom guy. Never well, watched I the mean, Cosby's. Never got into Friends. Never got into those. And the only sitcoms I watch now, which I just think are utterly brilliant, is um, Modern Family and Blackish. I never got into Modern Family. Oh, Everyone said one of the it, best sitcoms it, of, of of this time. I mean, it's totally gotten a lot of Emmy nods and everything. One of the best written sitcoms of this time by far. Hmm. Well, very well done show. It's funny because I totally forgot to read what the new poll is because we got completely tied off. Oh, what was the new poll? Yes. This week, we want you to go to the Kiss My Ass Radio Facebook page, enter the Recluse Poll of the Week. What's your favorite go-to summer barbecue food? Oh. Burgers, chicken, ribs, steak, or sausage, since it is a big grilling weekend. I like I like doing ribs, but it's too much work for me because my ribs are like, you know, four-hour process, five-hour process. Yeah. I mean, so I'm doing burgers. This Monday, right. yeah, I like to do a signature burger like at different times. So I create this concoction. Would you like to hear my concoction for this week? Yeah, absolutely, I'm highly intrigued. So I have my special recipe patty that I make. Right, mm-hmm. this week's concoction is going to be a deep fried, I mean a pan fried piece of bologna mm-hmm. on top of the burger mm-hmm. with two different types or three different types of sautéed mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Correct. A little manche- manchego cheese mm-hmm. on top. Melt it all in place. Then uh, just a tomato, lettuce, and uh, onion. Ah, and what kind of a bun will we be using? Uh, uh, um, a ciabatta roll. Ah. That's my signature burger for 4th of July. Interesting. That's good to try. Sounds like Never a... made it before. Wow, where did you get the recipe? In I don't know. I like to create the signature burger like every time we do. A, we do burger days, burger Sundays like once a month. Ah, you know? okay. Little... Interesting. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... A lot of us, a lot of you guys who watch our show and follow our show on social media, um, a very good and deep friend of ours, uh, Jeanette and Mike Waddle, been big time fans and actually very close friends of ours here at Kiss My Ash Radio for many, many years. Long standing placeholders of the live show. We Without a doubt. When we, used to, when we used to do our live show, they pretty much were there every week and uh, bought their two children. And uh, unfortunately, uh, about a week ago, uh, Mike had a very unfortunate accident. And was killed, leaving Jenna and her two children um, widowed. And uh, it's a very, very tragic loss. In fact, I'm going to the funeral right after the show. Oh, that's tonight? It's today, yeah, at oh, 3 o'clock. Yeah, I'm going right after the show. So, um, in tribute to Jeanette and Mike, uh, we're just going to have a little moment of silence here before the break. The journey of Jarguera began with a very special yet delicate Cuban seed. The Grupo de Maestros took their rare tobacco to the privileged farmlands of western Honduras, where they began a five-year program to combine its sweet flavors and distinctively aromatic qualities with the robustness of Criollo 98. The result was Jarguera, a genetic hybrid tobacco containing the best qualities of each. Grown on a single state containing rich soil and ideal weather conditions, Jarguera features flavors of coffee and chocolate with hints of nutmeg and cinnamon. Shade and sun-grown versions of this exceptional tobacco are now used exclusively in one cigar. 
Jarguera H. Upman. Experience Jarguera H. Upman. Now at your local tobacconist. And visit jarguera.com to learn more. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. And again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvests of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character, Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year. With numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangrón or Maduro. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Poignant, Colin, since you will be enjoying these guys tonight in concert. 21 Pilots, PB&T Center. Oh, is that why you play it? 
probably. Not to mention he's just a huge fan. Of who? Of the 21 Pilots. Gonna go hit up the Drew Estate Lounge after while you're there? Yeah. Give it a shot. There you go. Hang out in the Drew Estate Lounge. Kyle's like, I've had enough cigars for two hours on a Saturday afternoon. I don't even smoke. You guys aren't going to give any me any. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe and, well, Lady M. Will so be. much for Lady M. Lady M will be here at some point. I wonder. This could be a world record for tidiness in one year. I know. You know, time. the fun thing is I keep mocking her. She's like, do I, do I really have to show up? I'm like, well, apparently you don't, but I do. And if I wouldn't show up, all hell would break loose. But you, it's just... You should just tell her that's why, because she's expendable. That would really hurt her. Ooh. You tell her she was expendable. Don't like, play that part. She back. would start crying. Oh, I, I bet you she would start crying on the spot. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Well, now it's time for what we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, Kiss My Ash Radio is proud to welcome Dr. Gabby Caffey, currently located in Cutler Bay, Florida. Caffey 1901 Cigars has deep origins for over 100 years in Central America. Dr. Caffey, welcome to the studio. Thanks for being here. Hey, guys. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the show, giving me uh, this platform to talk about our cigars in our company. Well, don't take us too soon. All right. The show's not over yet. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Cutler Bay? Cutler Bay is uh, very south southeast, uh, east of Homestead, Florida. Oh, yo. it's right on the ocean. It's kind of like uh, I tell my wife, it's the last best kept secret in South Miami. Really? Yeah. I didn't know there were any good secrets in Miami. They're, they're, this, I think this is it, but it's it'll be over next year. Why? What's happening? <laughs> A lot of construction. Is it, they're building up. Yeah, That's they're, it. They're they found it. They found it. Yeah, sky rises. Everything's coming in. It's oh. over. But so, uh, Doctor Gabby Caffey, tell me. What type of doctor are you? Well, I, you know, I studied foot and ankle surgery. I specialized in... Oh, I got five in, feet. Would you take a look uh, at them? Uh, well, you're... <laughs> pop, pop the shoe off. You should hear how much abuse I've taken from uh, Christian Edoa over the years about being a podiatrist. Oh, I got, I got like a two-by-four flat feet. <laughs> oh, God. There's not even a you've mini got, arch. You've no. got planks. Planks, literally. Uh, but yeah, man, I studied uh, sports medicine, and then I did a subspecialty in uh, limb salvage. To wow. deal with uh, to deal with patients that have gangrene or diabetes or people that are about to lose their legs. And your brother, from what I understand, is a heart surgeon to boot. Yeah, my brother uh, did general surgery and then went into vascular surgery. And kind of the two nuts are. The, I think I think we are probably the biggest advocates for cigars as doctors in the whole industry. We, guys, we love cigars. We take you guys to Congress. Yeah. So so, I mean, you're the legitimate doctor, doctor. So do. You, People call you doctor? Do you go by doctor? I, I like to be called Gabby. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, re- you figure you earned it. You I might as well have people call well, you doc. You know, the diploma's on the wall. That's good I mean, enough. come on. Everybody <laughs> likes to quote, I didn't go to evil medical school to be called Mr. Thank you very much. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I, I usually find that, uh, you know, bring down the wall. Gabby's fine. Uh, well, I, love- I don't know. I want to call you doc. I right. call her the doc. Nick, yeah. Nickname it. It's legit. I do. It's, I, it's I legit. It's legit. I've, I've never called any of my doctors by their name. I always say doc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I might happen. send you a bill. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, I mean, I, I got to imagine every listener at this point asking, here you are, you're a doctor. And uh, podiatry and, and, especially, limb, yeah. and a specialty in limb saving, Why yeah, which is very interesting. What made you choose to abuse yourself and start a cigar business? Well, you know, the 
I have a long history in Honduras. My family does. I'm third generation. And uh, yeah, hundred years. I was uh, yeah. Since that's number. why the brand's yeah, called Cafe Nineteen Hundred One. That's when my grandfather actually uh, arrived in Honduras. Really. And uh, we actually had. Uh, Where did he come from? Uh, originally from Bethlehem. Really, We're really. A, a Roman Catholic family, uh, by way of England. And we're going back 115, so, so 16 years. What, what, what was his original nationality? He was Palestinian. Really? My, my grandfather was. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So we're cousins. Are we? Well, my family's from Jordan. Okay, excellent. Yeah. My mother's from Jordan. There you go. There you go. Look at that. Oh, hey, Who guess what? Known? The world, yeah. once again, just got smaller. <laughs> but we, we do consider ourselves now Honduran. After 115 years, the country is... Home. Is, is home. Yeah. yeah. Our family's done, uh, I'm very proud to say our family's done many things there uh, from uh, different organizations to help the poor. So what did your father uh, do when he got to Honduras in 1901? My grandfather was, grandfather, me, yeah. he was pretty broke. Uh, he had to figure out what to do, and he started cotton farming, which was not even being done down there at the time. Wow. So there was kind of a revolution for, for, for him, the family, and the country. They started cotton farming, and then they got into the thread business. And a lot of the thread that they were producing would get sent over to New York. Really? Yeah. That's where the textiles mills began. Right. What compels a Palestinian to move to Honduras you know at what? the turn of the century? There's a lot of Palestinians in Honduras. I don't yeah. know what historically why. I think Christian, yeah. Christian Aroa's mom has some Palestinian right, background. Right. There's a lot of Really? A Middle Eastern, yeah. I don't know what's the compelling I mean, uh, historical yeah, reasoning for that. But there's a lot like of Middle a, Eastern. In it just seems like Honduras. a weird, like, hey, I'm in the middle of I'm in Asia. Let's go to Honduras. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. It, it all comes down to religions. And it's, you know, ever since Christ, uh, you know, was crucified, mm -hmm. there has not been any peace in that part of the world. True. Yeah. This is nothing new for us. Right, right now, the media just shows us more than we used to see. I, I, we're, 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 I'm Christian, too. It's very tough being a non-Muslim in that part of right, the world. Right, right, right. Obviously. But, okay, so obviously persecution, then everything else kind yeah. of moved, it, moved up. Moved the scales to get him to turn off. Do they off. know people on Honduras? I mean, I'm just curious why they picked Honduras. Well, actually, my grandfather wanted to go to New York. But when he got there, it's, uh, he got there in 1900, 1901. He got there a little bit late because uh, it was no longer cheap. It was no longer a place where you could start off. Right. Or, you know, he, there, there were other uh, ethnicities that came prior, and, and you know, they, they saturated you got the Italians, the and Irish. They already had right. the infrastructure yeah, there of course, and yeah. help each other, right? So, the, you know, he found out that there was another ship heading south. Wow. And it's funny. I've got all the registries from um, Ellis Island. Well, th this is highly fascinating. I want to keep going into this. We're going to deeply dive on probably into the historical reference of Caffey 1901 cigars. When we come back, keep it Perfect. Lit. Taste in cigars, as in all things, is largely a matter of personal preference. Quality, on the other hand, can be held to measurable standards. The De Crossier brand embodies excellence crafted using time-honored old-world traditions that date back to the 19th century. From the minute you light one of our fine cigars, you will savor what has been called by many the best-kept secret in the cigar industry. This message has been approved by Santana Diaz, candidate for 2016 Cigar of the Year. 
Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution, CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the always ready to 
do auto service at any time yeah. on a stage. I was waiting for you to say effervescence, and thank you so much for the intro. Always happy to love the Terriers. Uh, you know, there's certain shows that I really got crushed after it got canceled after one season. Mm-hmm. That was one of them, historically. Terrible. You know, it's just the ongoing thing of everything that happens. Every time pilot season comes around... Oh. I just love looking through all the shows people are trying to get pushed through oh, for a new season. I'm like, I really like that show. At, at one point, I'm, at, at one point, I sit there and I watch like half the, st- I look at half the stuff people are coming out with and the concepts of them, and I just go, "Who was crazy enough to green lit you?" Well, you know what show that I was really crushed at, but I really kind of it kind of hooked me. I forgot what it was called. It was the HBO. It was one season long something JC. Do you remember that show? G- uh, JC when? was supposed to stand like for Jesus Christ. I think J- it was a California beach or surfer show. Oh, when got, did I, this come out? Mm, God, I was living in uh, East Bay Cedar Circle at the time. It's got to be maybe six years ago, seven years ago. Something in JC. It, was, it, it got a lot of because no one knew what the show was really about. Right. So you know, some dude was like homeless, and all of a sudden they got incorporated in this local group of people, and mystical things happen. Something in JC. Any anybody in there ring a bell? Nobody. No, everybody's looking blank. I'll right. look it up. Because I'm you're gonna have to IMDb it. HBO and we'll get the show, idea. yeah. yeah. <laughs> HBO. <laughs> but we're here with Dr. Gabby Caffey, uh, owner of 1901 Caffey 1901 Cigars. Obviously, 1901 from when your grandfather arrived in Honduras. And before we went to break, we were talking about his historical move from Palestine to coming to New York and ending up in Honduras and starting off as cotton farming. Yes, sir. That's and so. Uh, I mean, this is a fascinating story of just, you know, one person who probably ba- had barely two pennies to rub together trying to start from nothing and raise himself up. Um, so what did your grandfather do? What got him started in after cotton and moving on from there? Well, I'll tell you what, the way you put that story, I think I want to write a book. I, <laughs> I know. I'm surprised it hasn't. It doesn't take uh, much uh, nowadays, actually. Yeah, you're right, huh? Now, my grandfather was a very brave man. I don't think many of us would do what he's doing today. Well, I, I mean, absolutely not. I mean, even though we have a much easier path to get to farther away places, right. especially from him just the only option really getting on a ship at that time, I mean, I'm not going to jump on a plane and move to a third world country just for no reason. No, although I dream of it sometimes. I know. I, 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 I have to admit, yeah, I, I want to disappear. Yeah. Absolutely. If you might find me in Cuba, you might never find me again. I might be in Cuba. Well, you know, my grandfather went from, uh, started off uh, in cotton mm-hmm. until the big fire. Uh, I won't go into details as to why the fire occurred, but uh, he had a little late night. Uh, a lot of fires happen in that part of the world for some reason. He had a late night rendezvous at the barn. I won't get into details here. <laughs> And after he smoked a cigarette, I guess, uh, just kind of uh, tossed it, and he set the whole barn on fire. (laughs) Wow. So after he lost everything, um, he decided to start over again, and he started actually growing coffee. And uh, then he transitioned into growing tobacco for British American uh, tobacco company that was down there, had set up in the 50s, and they were making cigarettes for the majority of Central America. Um, and you know, of course, as the family grew, my dad had 11 brothers and sisters. Wow. Uh, big family. Um, everybody started getting into different fields. You know, we've got doctors, lawyers, architects, we've got people in trade. Uh, but yeah, 115 years of roots in Honduras. And for me, um, when I decided to, uh, get into the cigar business about five years ago, I, I realized that I had a responsibility to produce a brand 
that would come out of Honduras that would represent tobacco from Honduras and really uh, would kind of put Honduras back on the uh, spotlight because I think Nicaragua the past five to seven years has just kicked us in the balls when it, when it comes to cigars. Well, they're making a lot of they're great making, quality It products. really is pumping out some, yeah, really solid product. I think Honduras over the next few years uh, will begin to slowly make a comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, but never to the level that Nicaragua is. I think Nicaragua just has a lot easier environment to work in uh, when it comes to uh, the labor force, uh, the salaries, and also the land. Uh, if you look, if you go to Don Lee today and you try to buy a hundred acres, it just doesn't exist. Uh, it's it's been gobbled up by a lot of the older families. You got Placencia, Edoa, the Reyes family. There's some Spaniards, uh, Spaniards uh, that are in uh, Dunley. There just isn't. You could find five-acre plots, but you can't find 100 acres, not like Nicaragua. So that really doesn't exist in Dunley anymore. Well, you know, I, we got on a tangent on the history. I never really got the question. So here you are. You're a successful doctor. What, at what point do you say, I want to start a cigar company? Well, I've, I've been. How many years had you been a doctor at this point? Uh, nine years. So after nine years well, of practicing well, medicine. And with a specialty. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're not, you're not is, just a general practitioner here. Yeah. You decide you want to make cigars. It's an interesting you know, career move. Well, I've, I've always had a love for cigars. I started smoking at the age of 18, and it's kind of been a family thing. The cafe, uh, my uncles, my cousins, it's always been a cigar thing. And it's always been, we either smoked uh, Puros Indios or we smoked Hoya de Nicaragua. Or your occasional Cuban. But that, down in Honduras... Well, it's got to be more than that. I mean, I've been eating pizza since three years old. I have no desire to open up a pizzeria. I love pizza. Well, <laughs> well one of the best jobs I ever had in my life was working at a pizzeria. That explains a lot. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Well, there, there, you know, you say there's got to be more than that. Um, there's obviously a deep passion. There's a love. There's a... Uh, a mystique about tobacco that just just it, it tends to suck certain people in. Did you give but, up your medical well, work during this process? Or? Yes, yes, and no. But let me let me tell did, you what. Did happened. your wife sit down and think you were out of your no, mind? No, no. In, in also, two, a good question. Yeah, it, that's a great question. In two thousand and seven, I developed a retinal disease, uh, what caused both my retinas to detach. Ooh. So that uh, I lost central vision in my left eye, lost peripheral in my right, and it's permanent. So I couldn't really practice surgery anymore. Oh. So my options were, well, the, the main reason was I couldn't get malpractice insurance. Nobody wanted to insure a blind, Florida, yeah, a blind yeah, surgeon. Yeah, that too. You know, so. Huh, funny how that works. So, you know, obviously it, it took, it was, it was tough. It was a, a year of just, uh, you know, digging deep and uh, I, I, I fell into a hole. I fell into a hole. You oh. know, my wife was pregnant uh, oh. with her firstborn. Uh, I couldn't practice medicine anymore. And uh, I had to rebuild. And you know, when when you go to med school for twelve, thirteen years, and you you know you try to build a practice, you invest twenty years of your right. life at trying to build something. You kind of have an understanding of the steps, the process of building something. Yeah. So I, I decided to jump into the tobacco industry, even though I knew the FDA was uh, um, kind of doubt pretty, everybody's yeah, next. Yeah, I kind of knew the climate. And a lot of people were uh, dying to get bought out. A lot of people, uh, you know, are, are telling me I'm crazy for doing what I'm doing. But I don't know. I believe in it enough, and I know uh, my ability, and I know what I can. I know what I can bring to the table, um, and that's something that uh, I, I think uh, 
is important. I believe in what I'm doing more than anything else. Wow, fascinating. That is, I know. Uh, well, all right. I'm a, let's get let's before we're, before we jump deeply into tobacco and the, in this lovely bag of coffee sitting in front of us. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We're gonna have more with Dr. Gabby Caffey when we come back. Keep it lit. And I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Swag Cigars. Offering a cigar for you. From the medium-bodied Swag Puro Dominicano, the full-bodied Swag Black, and now the new Swag Round Connecticut with a flavor profile not usually found in milder blends. The flavor profile takes you from creamy smoothness to a place no other milder cigar has ventured. Available in four great sizes, shipping to stores near you in August 2015, and priced right. Boutique Blend Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now, experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. To affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Caldwell Cigar Company is a proud sponsor of Kiss My Ash Radio. 
Make sure you try all of Coldwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Aficionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Aficionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us. We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I know. Oh, that's the other thing. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Sorry, let me, yeah, because because no one's there. Oh, my, okay, hey, I'm back. Hi. This song is my is entrance. It? It's, um, oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. No, um, it's my wedding. Uh, Florence the Machine. Yeah. This is Dog Days. Yes, this is Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister, and it started off as a lonely, lonely place today. We but guess do, what? We wouldn't do that Now too. the studio is full again. With me, of course, the always exciting Honest Abe and... Emily woke up this morning and said, dude, where's my car? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Abe couldn't have called it a more perfect moment. As I'm approaching the lot, I'm going, hmm. Yeah, Abe, yeah. You know what? I think my car has been towed. (laughs) i got to (laughs) go. I told you, that's what happens when you come home drunk at 3 a.m. and park your car on the neighbor's lawn. Mm -hmm. That stuff happens. That usually happens. Wine night with Ashley last night? No, we were actually home at 9 o'clock. I don't buy it. She left left from the office to go fishing. Yeah, no, we went to the beach. So, there's wine involved in fishing. No, there was actually no alcohol no, wait, that was involved. Night. There was no alcohol involved in last night at all. This is what happens when your HOA doesn't give you warnings about Dummies? parking. Oh, uh, wow, so busted. <laughs> Very much so. But hey, at least you made it. And probably $150 lighter in the wallet. Yep. Oh, it's, I mean, Duncan's probably wallet. More than, is it $150? I, I, oh, yes, I'm sorry. Can you please cut anything off? And he gave me a $40 discount. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> he did. So it would have been 170 and I think we got down so to 130 Oh, no. I don't like yeah. criers. I sent my daughters to the room for crying. I said, come out when you're done crying. Come out when you're going to be a woman. I believe anybody on these America Got Talent shows or anything, crying should be an automatic disqualification. You start going. Just because you've never I cried was, in your life. I was I'm beat up and cried. I, cry. I buzz them all. Out. <laughs> You're done. I don't care okay, about your backstory. No, yeah. that's awesome. Such a sensitive man. Oh, Crying is not allowed. All right. Back to topic at hand. We are here in our Meet Your Maker segment with Dr. Gabby Caffey of Caffey 1901 Cigars. Thank you for being here, driving up from Cutler Bay. Thank you, guys. I will make sure not to cry during the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I ask the right question, I'd like to. I've, we've never had you know, you know an interviewee the, cry. <laughs> we've, had, we've had a host cry on the yes. air. But you know what's ironic, too, is I'm so anti crying. And I, I basically worked the majority of my life with probably the biggest crier I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. She could cry on a good change of wind yeah. in the room. We could get Emily start crying. Just one thought. All it takes is like a thought. What was the thing you were – oh, you were just looking at a po- picture last week on Facebook <laughs> and you like, just started bawling your eyes out with the story? I was like, are you okay? Like, it's just crying. I just read this I'm story. Never, I was never, so never, sad at the guy and the it's baby. Healthy. You know? It's healthy to cry. Yeah. Uh, that's what they say anyway. So we have barely just touched on, you know, I mean, you've got a very interesting historic history of how your grandfather came to Honduras, started farming, and got into coffee, growing tobacco, and then you, of course, had this ex- very interesting journey of being, working in podiatry and specialties, and then saying, you know what, now I'm going to go back to a historical place where my grandfather started and try to 
work with tobacco? Ah, oh, boy, I'm tired. I, 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 <laughs> well, you, you had you had, listen, you listen. had a 115 year journey to get here, so obviously, you know, I, I think life is a, a boxing match, and right now I'm in I'm in round number five. I've got a long way to go. Uh, the cigar industry is not an easy one. You know, there's a lot of boutiques that come out, and uh, the industry will chew you up and spit you out quicker than you can imagine. Uh, so, you know, I, I think the secret recipe here is is consistency, is quality, is is uh, customers want to know that they're uh, behind something that has meaning. So when did you put the first cigar to market? The first cigar to market, believe it or not, our three-year anniversary is going to be August 2nd. Wow. So it's it's we've been very busy. We've uh-huh. been very busy. I, I really do put in a lot of hours in the day to, to get stuff done. And, um, and how many shops are you in currently? We're, we're in about 347 right now. That's we, very, yeah. we, we've been uh, very grassroots. Uh, very owner to owner. Uh, I, I literally uh, call up everybody myself, uh, introduce ourselves, our brand, the products, ship them out samples, go visit them. It's 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 kind of very organic, you know. Not not everything you see on social media is really what's going on behind. Let me uh, ask you a question. I just got to ask, especially a guy of your status. You got a company less than three years old. You're walking into a guy's cigar shop, or you're meeting an owner. And you know, you know better than I do. You've seen people humorous. There's like eighty million thousand quality brands today. You know, when I first got in the business, this business twenty years ago, there was ten, fifteen percent quality brands, eighty five percent garbage. Now it's kind of really the other way around. There's eighty five percent quality cigars and fifteen percent garbage. What in your mind has convinced you to say to this this owner that your brand needs to be on the shelves? I mean, what what, what is it that you know you feel that you, you can portray to them? That amongst all the 80 million cigars that are out there, especially you being a relatively new company, that this is something that he should put on his shelves that his consumers will gravitate to. And once they do, they will enjoy. Well, you know, for, let me say this first of all. You know, the, a shop owner is, is uh, in this industry, the guy that says yes or no to you, to your brand, to your vision, to your dreams. So you've got to have your approach uh, be... Uh, well planned. You've got to put in your work, but you got to be very humble in in how you talk to store owners. Listen, I've had store owners roll their eyes at me. I've had store owners saying, "We're not interested." Just I, flat I, out. I do that at least two to three times a week at it, someone walking in the door yeah, with something. It happens He's all not the time. Even exaggerating, he does that at least two or three and, times a week. You know, it, you got to be surgical in your approach. Uh, excuse the term, but mm-hmm. uh, you you got to start at the bottom. And you got to understand where you're at. When mm-hmm. you come out into the, an industry that has never heard of you, you are at the bottom. Yeah. So, so you start off with the smaller retailers. I'm not saying that they're at the bottom, but you know there are retailers that are willing to welcome in a new brand, give you a shot, mm-hmm. and you just grow from there. And it's about taking the right steps. And uh, the fact that I'm here on the show, three years into what we started doing, I think says a lot. Because well, we and, have good journalism th- there. Thank you very well, much. Thank you everybody their time on the air. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, I mean, look, I mean, look, the way I look at it, too, and this is what I always try to tell guys and such as yourself, I say, look, you may think that I say yes or no. It, it's very seldom that the yes or no is based upon me. It really is. Sometimes a guy might rub me the right way. We've been friends for 20 years. I do. Remember, but that very seldom comes into play. Ultimately, who really says yes or no at the end of the day is a consumer. Right. I try to tell everybody, I, you know, we don't run museums. You right. Know, if, right. You know, if, if I've bought in brands because many customers have walked to my stores asking us, do you carry it? And we don't. And the next thing I know, I'm calling somebody up looking at who's right, selling right. it. And 
we've bought in brands that have sat there for five or six months, and all of a sudden they're disappearing right. slowly and miraculously as quickly as possible because we need to get them off the shelves. So, at the end of the day, the consumer dictates it. So, how's how are you message, messaging your message? How are you getting your message across to the consumers? You know, or how do you feel you're being successful at that? Cause listen to me. I, I would think that's the most important thing. We are in the era of social media. Yeah, everybody's you know knows it. You know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, but also uh, talking to people. People want to talk. People want to be heard, and I want to be heard as well. And uh, a lot of it has to do with traveling. When you go out there, visit a shop owner, yeah. uh, it's it's a mandatory aspect of this industry. What obviously, you know, I'm married. I have two children. It's it's very difficult to be on the road when you got a family. How old are your children? Four years yeah. and eight years old. Even They're even very worse. young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I admire a lot of the guys that are road warriors, but. Um, I'm at a stage of the company still that, uh, right now the first three years are, are the toughest We're we're creating a brand. Uh, I think over the next two years, we're going to really formalize the business that we built. And over the next 10 years, we can really begin to, you know, have our tentacles reach out further. So I'm, I'm looking at, you know, we've got three different boxes here, which, what was the first cigar that came to market that you brought? out the first cigar i wanted to introduce was the maduro the habano okay. maduro so that that was the first one that you decided to put out right right this is a uh, cigar that has a uh, habano wrapper from nicaragua mm-hmm. it's a natural maduro it's not uh and what was this available in just one size multiple sizes it's actually a, a 10 count box here yeah we have uh, this available in six sizes uh, really every, everything from a petite corona all the way up to a 660 we don't make anything above a 660. Good. I just about, uh, about time somebody put a clamp I, I, on that. Yeah, I think somebody uh, put an 880 in my hand yesterday. Just, uh, oh, Emily, I took it. Emily took one home. <laughs> I told her just get a couple double A batteries, you'll be good to go. But uh, this was a cigar I wanted to introduce because I think the uh, Havano Maduro uh, is is a cigar that's been very popular the past five to seven years. Who's making your cigars for you? Uh, I work with the uh, Reyes family down at Tabacalera Puros Aliados in Danley, and um, what an old brand that was! Yeah, they're they're you know I I call them uh, the dinosaur in the industry, and uh, it's sad, but uh, man, dinosaurs go extinct. Uh, these guys have been around forever. Uh, they've been around, I'd say, since 1980 in Honduras. I wanted to partner up with somebody uh, with their legacy just because um, I really wanted to be a traditionalist at heart in making cigars. I didn't want to begin uh, trying to figure things out. I really wanted to respect the elements of basic cigar making uh, the Cuban way. And if you look at the history of Rolando Reyes Sr. and what he brought to the industry was huge. I know, but just curious. They were huge at one point, but they've kind of... Right, contracted. Man, they kind of disappeared yeah. really from the spotlight of the cigar industry. So I'm just saying to myself, what would make you choose a family that's kind of basically has become irrelevant in the cigar world? I mean, yeah, there was a day where you had Cuban aliados, right. puros, and, right. and all that stuff, but that, right. that's gone by the wayside, and they didn't keep up with the times, and they, didn't, and they just fell off the shelves. I mean, I remember having them, selling them, and... You know, they got to a point you couldn't give that stuff away. And what made you choose well, really them? Well, you know, it's 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 painful to hear you put it that way. But, I, listen, but I, it, tell, but, I tell it the way it is. I but, mean, I, but, I lived it, yeah. so I saw it. You know, I I, I remember Jose Ortega who, when he was working right. for them. That's right. From my father's cigars, yeah. coming to me two or three times, saying, "How can we get your cigars back in?" I think wow. the third time I finally said, 
Bro, if you gave them to me free, I can't take them wow. because no one's buying them off the shelves anymore. I'll tell you a funny story. One time, we, we had thought somebody was stealing in the humidor, mm-hmm. and um, one of my clerks, said he put something in his pocket, and he's pretty sure he put a couple of cigars in his pocket, so I literally grabbed this kid by the arm, and I was like, you know, I said, so what are you looking for? And he got all nervous, and he kind of figured I knew he was stealing. He's like, uh, uh, I'm looking to buy a box for my father. I said, really? Which box? He goes, um, uh... A box he of wouldn't those. say how, the name. No, no. He goes a box of those. How much are those? And I, I gave him the price. It was a box of Puros Indigos. He goes, I'll take them. I let him steal the cigars. I did. <laughs> I went up to the registry. It was, <laughs> it was worth the two cigars he stole. I was sitting on that box for so long. True story. That's true story. I, I believe it. I, I was sitting on that box for so long. I let him steal the two cigars as long as he bought that box. It wasn't even worth confronting him. I was happy for the sale. But yeah, I well, mean, l- l- let me go into that and, a little and, bit. And, and just, yeah, I don't want no, to knock them because no, no. they were a great family. Yeah. And they were like. Really, like, at, right. you know, at the top of the food chain at one point. Right, right. Listen, every, uh, uh, life is a boxing match. And you know what? If we look at their uh, history, uh, Rolando Reyes Sr. passed away at 89. Yeah. Uh, he, he was very uh, in control of the entire operation. At about the age of 85, he began to lose his... Check uh, out a little bit. Yeah, check out a little bit. And he never let go of the reins at the factory. So it, it's, it's natural that the family saw progression, you know, downhill. Uh, those four or five years uh, of his... Well, uh, I feel like we're getting way too deep, but and I have to bunch up right on a break. When we come back, we're probably going to have more with Dr. Kathy. Sure. About, we've barely touched the brim. Keep it lit. Palm Beach's hottest party and best value at Spearmint Rhino on Okeechobee and Military Trail. It's the Vegas party scene and entertainment at local prices. When's the last time you've been to the Rhino? Friendliest staff and service with awesome specials. Like $2 you call it, including Grey Goose, Crown Royal, and even import beer. The Spearmint Rhino, where the real party happens. Don't forget about $10 Tuesdays and Friday Power Hour. Free well drinks from 5 to 6 p.m. Palm Beach's best value at the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. I smoke Padilla. Hear me roar. Living in this land of political freedom, Ernesto and Carlos Padilla, the sons of the lion-hearted writer and poet Alberto Padilla, once imprisoned by the Castro government and whose forefathers grew tobacco in our beloved Cuba, are proudly blending cigars that continue the magnificent Cuban traditions of cigar making. Visit your local tobacconist and ask for the unique smoking experience that is Padilla. One puff of Padilla and you'll roar too. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. A small cigar can change the world. I know I've done it frequently at parties where I've won all the guests' attention. All right, welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. A little Jethro Tull to bring you in at the top of the hour. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the always excitable Honest Abe and the truant Lady M. Hello, hello. The last time I saw Jethro Tull in concert, he was so awful. Really? He actually just passed that prime. You just get you get to a point and you just yeah. don't have it anymore. I'm surprised the, that the it, flute didn't flute that well. Yeah. <laughs> it did. The flute didn't toot. No, I mean, the flute didn't toot that well. I, I'm shocked that Axl Rose is trying to go back out with Guns N' Roses again on a reunion tour. Well, I mean, and, and he's with ACDC. Yeah, how did that happen? Well, because Brian Johnson. I know, but how did he get Axl Rose? Now I don't know about this. I haven't really seen any mm-hmm. present cover. But the last picture I saw of him. 
he looked like a cross between Oscar the Grouch and 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 Mr. Uh, uh, Captain Kangaroo. What happened? I don't know. He was like four hundred pounds. Does he still look that like that now, or is that just like some blown out picture? No, he looked he, terrible. He, I heard he was suing to get that picture off of social media or I something. I don't believe that. He's yeah. looked terrible for a couple of years Whoa. now. But yeah, that's what hard uh, life does for you. Yeah. What, what do you say? Don't do meth. There you go. Yes. All right. We're here with Dr. Gabby Caffey, owner of 190, Caffey 1901 Cigars, and we've had a interesting conversation about just the historical background of your grandfather coming into Honduras in 1901 and, you know, starting off, starting over, you know, your podiatry world of being a doctor and everything else and moving into cigars after that. And, you know, before we went to the top of the hour... You were telling us about how the Maduro here in front of us was the first cigar you wanted to bring to market. We were talking about the Reyes family. Right. Yeah, well, we, were. we were also talking about the Reyes yes. family and getting a deep, deep, deep You've got to go back to points before the show. Make sure you know where we left off, son. Well, I'm t- trust, we, we've had a lot of points. I this missed is- part one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about cheap parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good. I should have yeah. been no. Right. So, uh, I, don't, I mean. So what's it like? Working with the Reyes well, family. Let, I mean, let, was, let, it, was it what you thought it would be? I mean... Uh, yes and no. Um, and how involved are you in the process? Uh, I, I'm a pain in the ass at the factory. Really? Yeah, yeah. They they uh, they love me, but they hate me at the same time. Uh, it's a good thing. How uh, often I mean, are you down at the factory? Uh, probably every three to six months, depending on what I'm doing. If I'm doing a new blend, I'm down there more frequent. I still got family down there. Mm-hmm. So I got you know, I go visit my mom, my sister. Do you and, take the whole family when you go down? Uh, actually, I do. Yeah, it's an expensive trip every time yeah. I go down. Yeah, it's not like I'm going on business. I, Wait, I hope you got mile account mileage accounts for everybody uh, in the they're, family. They're all shot. They're all wasted. <laughs> but you know, talking about the Reyes family, um, they're they're a three generation family. So Rolando Reyes was generation one. Uh, Doña Oneida is the 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 daughter of Rolando Reyes. He she's the one that took over the factory operations. Her and her husband, uh, his name is Enrique. And then you've got the grandkids, Carlos yeah. and Alex. Carlos, is, I know I've dealt with I know, I've okay. known for years. So I, I really do deal a lot with uh, Carlos mm-hmm. and with uh, Enrique. Alex and I have, uh, you know, we've become very close. But when it comes to cigars and at the factory, it's really all. Actually, Enrique, he's a genius when it comes to tobacco. That's the thing is, you know, the factory did go through a downhill for about five years. After Reyes Sr. passed away, it was it, it took about two to three years to regroup, regroup, get rid of debt, regroup, figure out what we need. Because he was a hoarder. You know, you watch this TV show about he really hoarders. Kept everything. He was a hoarder at the factory. Wow. And uh, nobody ever really went there. The family never really knew what was going on. So when they did go down there, it was a literally a two-year process oh. just to figure out what to do with everything. Not just a hoarder with... Supplies and tobacco. Just anything. He, he had two million cigars made that were were just put away, and nobody knew what they were for. <laughs> two million cigars were wow. made and put away. Nobody knew what they were for. So obviously they had to clean out the mess. Wow. Uh, now on top, of, as a retailer, I'm sure that sure that's appealing, right? Yeah, Bundle, yeah I'm looking special. at Abe's mind like, special, like this yeah. right now. It's like nobody, two no, million. Nobody called me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. 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 I
right. So <laughs> you came to market with the Maduro first, and now I've got a box of Ecuadorian Sumatra in front of me. Was this second, or what, what came that, second? That was blend number... Actually, blend number two was the Connecticut. This Connecticut. Yeah. Ecuadorian Connecticut. But you know, you did such a good job introducing the Sumatra. Let's talk about that one. Well, <laughs> absolutely. We've got time for both of them, so... Sure. Absolutely. The Ecuadorian Sumatra. I mean, yeah. So if this was third... Right. What led you to go Ecuadorian Sumatra? Well, here's what was going on in my head, and it's something that Rolando Reyes Sr. lived by. And I, I, you know, even though I never got to meet him, I studied him. I think more than his own family did. And um, uh, a, lot, a lot of there's a lot of articles written about him, even from Lee Rothman, cigar aficionado. There's a lot of stuff about him and his history and his hands and his abilities. And there's one thing that he always said is that the wrapper is eighty percent of the cigar. And he talked about that. You know, everybody can tool around with binder and filler, but the majority of what's happening with the cigar is going to be the wrapper. Now, what we do in Honduras is we grow tobacco with the Reyes family. We grow three different variations, Habano, Criollo. We do grow Corojo as well. Uh, we do age, ferment, we, all that process, which is uh, that tobacco is used in the binder and filler. We also bring in uh, Piloto Cubano from the Dominican Republic. And some Lijero from Nicaragua. So we've got a mix. It's a three- and four-country blend, these cigars. Now, the binder and filler on the three blends that we have here are all the same. Oh. The difference is the wrapper. Really? And what I'm trying to so do is... So you put that much emphasis on the wrapper and flavor? Yes. And what I want to do because is... I mean, I, the fillers are even the same? Yes, sir. Same ratios? Sa same, exactly the same. Really? The only difference is the wrapper. Now, what I want to do is I want to revive that philosophy that... The wrapper can have that much of a difference on the cigar. I think I'm the only brand out there doing that. I don't think I've heard anybody ever admit that. Right. I, yes. I don't think you're the only brand doing it. No, I, I think I'm, you're the only brand yeah. ever admit it. Yes, absolutely. Right. I think well, that's uh, definitely uh, the case. <laughs> wow. So this is also uh, six sizes or less? No, the, the Sumatra comes in four sizes. We've got a Robusto, a Toro, mm -hmm. a Torpedo, and a 6x60. Six everybody loves a 6x60. Six now, if we go back in time uh, on the Sumatra, Rolando Reyes Sr. had a Sumatra Natural that uh, came out about 15 years ago. It was called the Viejo. That was a cigar that rated top 25 in Cigar Aficionado. What I wanted to do with a, a similar take on that blend, even though the binder and filler are a little bit different, the tobaccos changed. The, my blends are stronger than his blends. He liked to really make mild to medium blends. I'm more in the medium to full body uh, arena. But I wanted to take the Sumatra wrapper and really push it to the Maduro level. So we, we, we do source our Sumatra and our Habano wrapper, and we do put it through our own fermentation process to get it to where I need it to be for the flavors. I'm, I'm a flavor guy. I, I love flavor. I do like strength. If a cigar has no strength, I, I have no interest in it. So 10-count boxes on all of these? Or mm -hmm. why is it that we have a 10-count box of Maduro, a 10-count box of Sumatra, and a 20-count box of Connecticut. Because uh, we're sold out of <laughs> the other stuff. There you go. Yeah, so we, I'm sorry about the disparity no, 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 no. in I'm the just, box. Oh, yeah. you, you offer this in 10 and 20 counts? Right. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Really? Right. Okay, no, the, the only one that comes in 10 count is Torpedo. Okay. Everything else is 20 count. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, yes, yes. And now we do have a, a fourth blend coming out, but let's, I do want to talk about the Connecticut a little absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Because that wrapper is really special. We don't just choose any Ecuador, Connecticut wrapper. This is cloud-grown at about 4,000 feet, very smooth, creamy. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get any grassiness or any bitterness off of that stick. It's, it's, that's the cigar that the president of Honduras smokes. Really? Wow. Yes, and that's uh, 
It's beautiful. I love that stick. It's and interesting you also mentioned 4,000 feet because you also have a bag of coffee in front of you, which is 100% Arabica, and all Arabica beans are grown between 3,000 3, and 5,000 feet above sea level, which a lot of people don't know. But Very he, And now you know. Wow. Adam is a coffee connoisseur. Very astute. Yeah, Adam is and a, a beer connoisseur. Don't get me started about beverages. And we'll basically be just day. a sewer in general. <laughs> That's great. Well, you know what we did? We introduced the three blends. Mm -hmm. um, we got one more coming out before right. the famous August 8th right. date. Uh, any hints you can give us uh, Well, we're, we're doing or? a five-country five blend. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I get so attracted to tobaccos from all over the place. You know, we're, we're going to introduce a San Andres uh, a cigar, box-pressed. Mm -hmm. uh, so that already introduces Mexico into the picture. And right. then also... I wanted some sweetness in that stick, uh, something that was kind of like on um, the fruitiness. Uh, uh, so we went uh, and chose some Matafina from Brazil to really uh, – these are not tobaccos that are easy to attain. So it took me about two years to really put together this five-country blend. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, and that will be coming out in um, two weeks. We've done a soft launch uh, two months ago, mm -hmm. huge hit. Uh, I, I gave it to some retailers, and I said to one of them, I said, do me a favor. I said – Smoke this cigar and, and offer it to your customers at a price you think is reasonable. And after he smoked it, he, he began selling them at $20 a piece. Of course, I was kind of upset because I, <laughs> that's, not, you know, that's really... That was his reasonable. Was go. Yeah, he did you what know. you told him. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of ran with it. One but, man's reasonable is another man's astronomical. But no, for, for me, it's about value. And you know, all my cigars range uh, right now from the 650 to 850 range retail. Right in the sweet spot. You know, I'm a firm believer when uh, you know, value uh, exceeds price, people purchase. Mm -hmm. You but know. what got you to then merge into coffee after trying to get into this? What, what brought that as next? Well, you know what? We were going to launch our coffee line because the, f the family's been in the coffee business for a good, I want to say, 85 years. Mm -hmm. uh, there are two brands in Honduras uh, known as Café El Indio mm -hmm. and Café Maya. And that's the, those those brands are really controlled by my wife's family. That's what they do. Really, that's what they've been doing forever. And my family's always been in the coffee business, but more for trade. Mm -hmm. You know, import export uh, to the U.S. and Europe. Not in the roasting and the growing. Part. No, we never really got into that aspect until recently. Uh, um, I I found such a great pairing between Honduran coffee mm -hmm. and and what we were doing with cigars, especially since this coffee's coming from a similar region. You know, when you look at coffee, even if you go to Cuba, uh, tobacco's grown in the valleys. Up on the hills and mountains, they're growing coffee. Mm -hmm. So the, the coffee really comes from the same regions. Now, what the beauty of this coffee is that it's coming from the same area, in Danli, El Paraíso. That's uh, uh, Honduras has different counties, kind of like the. if you look at Florida, we've got 27 counties. Yeah. Well, El Paraíso, if you see one of the cigar brands. Right, it's on the back. It's on the bottom of the band on every single yeah, one of those. El Paraíso yeah. is the county where Dunley is located. Oh. So it's not just, you know, I'm sitting there throwing out the paradise. Words. Yeah, like trying to be. I, I had that as know. a question I was going to get to if we had if we can get into no, that. No, it's great. Now I, we, we have that answer. Yeah, everything has a purpose here. Everything is. Uh, and the, the coffee is, um, unfortunately, the U.S. never gets to try a grade A uh, organic coffee from Honduras. The reason being, it's all usually exported. Mm -hmm. It goes to Japan, China, Russia, Europe. Japanese uh, taking all our good stuff. Yeah, the, the U.S. has been infiltrated by Colombian coffee. You get a lot of Costa Rican, Guatemalan. Costa Rican's big. Yeah, it's huge. And uh, everybody's on that whole Kona boat. Right, and, and the thing with the... <laughs> yeah, it is. I hear it all the time, everywhere. And the yeah. thing with uh, the coffee line, we were going to launch May the 4th. 
we were going to actually announce it, and then on I think it was May the fifth. Mm-hmm. Was it Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, yes. May 5th. the FDA kicked us in the. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of took that personal, and I told my wife that, uh, listen, you know what? This is this this coffee company is going to take a detour, and uh, we're going to do everything we planned on doing. The only difference now is we're going to partner up with Cigar Rights of America, and we're going to donate a percentage of our proceeds to them. Now there is no limit. Uh, we're starting off roasting a thousand pounds a month. And so, obviously, each bag is a pound. So, you know, we're, we're really focusing on getting really strong behind CRA. You know, it, I get frustrated even thinking about it. It's just mind-boggling how nobody wants to do anything. Consumer level. Consumers right. are so complacent. You know, we made these FDA, anti-FDA gear shirts, $12.50. Okay. For, for a nice quality shirt, these are like next level or next level equivalent quality shirts. Yeah. It's a nice shirt. Normally, the shirts alone would be about 600 bucks with the printing, with slogans on it. And 100% of the profits was going to the CRA. And we printed, what, 1,800? We thought we were going to do – they would right. fly off the shelves. People come in, oh, what are these shirts? And we explain to them. And they're like, oh, what's going on with the FDA? And I sit here and I tell them. And they go, no, really, mm. no. And they don't buy a shirt. And they don't spend the twelve dollars <laughs> Right, right. I mean, it's mind-boggling. I see it every day. The, the, the cigar industry consumers, without a doubt, have to be the most complacent. Nothing, they just don't want to do anything because deep down either they don't believe anything's going to happen or they just are lazy. Right. Don't do anything. You know, you know what's funny? You say that. Uh, imagine if this would happen to the cigarette industry. I think I think you'd have cigarette connoisseurs bur- Any industry. burning the, the yeah. White House. The down. liquor yeah. industry, yeah. the gun yeah. industry. Imagine any you took away all the cigarettes and what would oh, all it, cigarette it, smokers do? There'd be riots. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Dr. Gabby Caffey, I have to thank you for being here today. This has been absolutely fascinating. Yeah, great show. We've had a very interesting interview. I am pushed this segment way too long. We're going to have to cut the news short. When we come back, the news from our good friends over at halfwheel.com. Thank you for being here. Thank you, We're going to have to have you back. You Way too much information in such a small time. But uh, thank you, absolutely. Thank you guys for the opportunity. I love you guys. Absolutely. Thank you. We come back, the news from Half Wheel. Keep it lit. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown habanero wrapper from the legendary Jalapeno Valley. Produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-body cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. 25 years of excellence in the cigar industry has allowed Nestor Miranda and Miami Cigar to become household names. Going into their 26th year, they celebrate by rebranding one of their cornerstone lines, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Innovation in design and style makes NMC one of the most modern brands on the market today. Three different wrappers allow for this line to be an anytime smoke. Ecuadorian Connecticut for the morning, Nicaraguan Habano just after lunch, and a broadleaf Maduro for your nightcap. You only get one life. How will you live yours? 
Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchiest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blend cigars at your nearest tobacconist today. The A4. Flores signature cigar brands out of the PDR Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic are a must-have for every cigar connoisseur. Whether you smoke the A. Flores Ceri Privada, the AFR 75 Edmundo, or the Flores E. Rodriguez 10th Anniversary Reserva Limitada, you will find yourself experiencing truly unique cigars that set new standards for superior construction, smooth draws, and flavor complexity. Visit your nearest tobacconist and ask for the fine cigars of Abe Flores, the hottest boutique cigar maker in the industry. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the always entertaining Honest Abe and the truantly excellent lovely Lady M. And now it's time... For the news, brought to you by HalfWheel.com. Inside the Industry, brought to you by HalfWheel.com, the industry cigar blog. Inside the Industry, brought to you by HalfWheel.com. This week, the 2nd of July, 2016. Well, long rumored, been going on for a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, finally has come to fruition. Jake Cortez completes its acquisition of Oliva Cigar company. Uh, Jake Cortez has finalized an agreement to purchase Oliva Cigar Company. The deal creates a company with annual revenues north of $100 million, 3,000 employees, and a strong presence in both cheaper machine-made cigars, which is the Jake Cortez specialty, and premium cigars, which is now Oliva's, uh, Oliva's cigar segment business for them. Sources have previously told Half Wheel Jake Cortez's bid was selected <clears throat> over those from Scandinavian Tobacco Group, 
whom are owners of General Cigar Company, who the rumor was long oh, yeah. that they were buying Oliva, yeah. and at least one other company. Jose Oliva will stay on as the company's CEO. He is still involved in the company? That, I read that yesterday, too, and are I was like, Are you kidding really? me? What is he doing? He's the CEO. CEO of what? <laughs> I haven't seen CEO the guy. I haven't seen the guy in ten years. Yeah, I still I, I saw, cigars. Uh, I saw him once in the last six years. I'm telling you, when he was in uh, he's running the for Casa Monte Cristo. What is he run? What is uh, he? During that one event for uh, someone. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, there. he just it's gone. What is, is he a Florida? Um, he's house speaker of the house. Speaker of the house. house. Speaker of the house. Oh. He will stay out of CEO while his brother Gilberto Oliva will continue to oversee the company's Nicaraguan growing operations. Cohiba 50th anniversary humidor to start at $220,000. That was two good wedding gift for Duncan. $20,000. A Cohiba anniversary humidor. Yeah, he would love that. Yeah. On June 30th, Habanos SA conducted an auction of a lot of 50 Cohiba anniversary humidors in Havana. How much money? $220,000. You can buy Is an Aston Martin for that. No, you can't live in it, Emily. Yeah, right. The like co- I better be uh, able to. The Cohiba Humidor Cabinet auctioned off his line with Cuban Lejero Leaf plated with twenty four karat gold and uses ebony macassar and sacamore and cedar for construction. I hope they don't sell one. The retail and resale price of these exclusive cabinets Who's... began at two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Idiot. The units were produced by Ellie Blue and each one comes numbered and personalized with the owner's name. Is, well, Ellie, better... Blue, is Ellie Blue still in business? Apparently. I never even see them anymore. Yeah. For that price, the humidor has to come with some great cigars inside. If you have an extra $220,000 laying around, yeah. it comes sure. with, the, with the first 50-60 ring gauge cigars from Habanos, the Cohiba 50 Anniversario, which measures 7 by 60. Wow. So that just seems that so unnatural for a Cuban it cigar. It seems so bad. All right. Well, that's what's in the news this week, brought to you by our inside the industry by our friends over at Half Wheel. Dot com. If you're up for good news and information, make sure you check out halfwheel.com. When we come back from the break, we are going to be chatting with former congressman from the great city of West Palm Beach, Mark Foley. See what's going on with the FDA, and I'm going to have to ask him, what does it actually take to get a bill through Congress? Yeah. And are we sitting around with nothing else to do? When we come back, keep it lit. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with beer. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. 
Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Woo, you sure gotta climb a lot of steps to get to this Capitol building here in Washington. Well, I wonder who that sad little scrap of paper is. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. Nicely done there, Colin. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Welcome well, back to Kiss My Ass Radio. Long, long I am Adam K. The, the Brewmeister. With me, of course, on a stage, the lovely Lady M. And now we are here to be joined by a very special guest, former congressman from the city of West Palm Beach, Mark Foley. Mark, thank you for joining us. Once, Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? I'm up in Maine, beautiful Maine on the coast, and it's about 68 degrees. Oh, so that sounds lovely. I feel right. bad for you sitting down on hot West Palm Beach. Oh, I'm actually hot. jealous. Yes, I am. Oh, I love Muggy the, I love West Palm weather. <laughs> Absolutely. So is that your 4th of July uh, trip up there, or what's going on? Yeah, it is, actually. In a neighboring state, New Hampshire hosted Donald Trump's presidential campaign. 
this past week, so which, all is good which I under- up in the New England states. Which I understand that you are very deeply involved in. Is that correct? Yes, I am. I've been helping Donald. I've known him since 1987. I like his style. I like the fact that he challenges the status quo. I like the fact that he knows what it's like to earn money, sign the front of a paycheck. You know, everybody in elective office generally has only signed the back of a paycheck their entire lives. Here's a guy that may not be conventional. He may upset some sensibilities. But I like someone who says what's on their mind. The public is sick of the elitists, and we'll get into, obviously, with this with the FDA regulation, but it's a big reason the British voted to leave uh, the European Union, because they're tired of people who uh, don't respect the rights of others, decide what's best for everyone else, passes laws and causes you to lose money out of your tax-paying pocket to support people. That's entire existence is to thwart your pleasures, your liberties, your personal uh, advancement, so I'm excited to support him. I'm excited the fact that this contest is now between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, and I think it's going to be a spectacular November for the voters and for liberty lovers everywhere. Do you feel that the U.K. leaving the European Union is a sign of things that's going to happen here in the U.S., with people just being fed up? Oh, there's no question. I mean, if you look at the monolithic structure of government, we continue to pile on rules and regulations. That make no sense. Let's take the FDA rule that requires 5,000 hours of testing on a new product. They probably test missiles that go into space, airplanes, <laughs> and cars a lot less. In fact, I'd suggest, I'd suggest we make members of Congress take a 5,000-hour test before they run for office. Let's oh, see how far that'll get them. None of them will be able you to know? run. <laughs> that is a great point. So the European Union, that's, that's exactly their mantra. You know, that's why with borders, open borders, Europe has changed dramatically. People flood from all over the world and enter Europe. It used to be country controlled. Now it's an European Union designed system. One of the largest influxes of radical Muslims have started in Italy and moved progressively uh, east to uh, London, to Paris. Now, not all Muslims are bad people, and I disagree with Donald that it should be an entire ban, but I will tell you, by open borders and loose rules, we've allowed people to come in that have adverse interests in democracy. So I just think the EU is symbolic of what's happening in America. Ninety percent of the people I talk to whisper to me, I'm supporting Donald, but I don't want anybody to know it because my friends will get mad. Well, I mean, well, look. the vast majority are the silent majority, and they are going to show the American government and we're tired of being talked to by the political elites and the ones that come up with these bizarre rules that really do nothing more than put small merchants out of business, small manufacturers out of business. And it's the reason Trump's doing so well in states that historically have manufactured products, because people have lost their jobs. They're watching other countries prosper and people's wages have stayed the same for 18 years I mean, look, we're on a political revolution mark this, I, I this election get, i mean i gotta be honest with you I, mean, I really do yeah if you would have told me 10 years ago that i would be voting for donald trump and hoping donald trump would be our next president i would have said you're insane you know i mean and, and don't get me wrong i mean i'm a donald trump fan but for president that's one thing and as much as 
I love his message, and I'm voting for him. I mean, God knows I can't even listen to Hillary Clinton. Just the, the thought of the voice, her voice makes me, the hair stand up like nails on a chalkboard. I cringe just at Ooh. the sound of her voice. But, I mean, every now and then Donald will say something that makes me go, oh, really? <laughs> Why couldn't you just not say anything at all? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, but, you know, it doesn't seem to be phasing him. Well, I'll tell you what. I do have some cringeworthy moments with Mr. Trump. He does say some things that are beyond the pale. And I contacted him on the Muslim ban because I said, Donald, you can't you can't universally use terms like all Muslims, all gays, all blacks, all Jews, all whatever. You can't do it. You have to be very specific. And I said to him, if you put radical jihadist Muslims around the Muslim, you would have the Muslims vote. They would support you because they don't appreciate these crazy people either. And when he says things about the judge and things of that nature, it does make me cringe. Were there better candidates? Probably, yes. I will agree to that wholeheartedly. I like Jeb Bush. I like John Kasich. They're very skilled in government. But, you know, once in a while you have to shake the cage and, and, and rattle the box and, and make people realize that we are in uh, risk of losing our liberties. We're really heading down the wrong path. And, yes, if I could sit next to him and say, Donald, stop talking about women, stop talking about Megyn <laughs> Kelly, stop bringing up all these topics – Focus, as you did the other day on the teleprompter, and talk about what, what, what we all fear. We fear things like Brussels. We fear Paris. We fear San Bernardino. We fear uh, what happened in Orlando. I fear People Hillary Clinton. Hmm. Yeah, and, you know, that just this is continuation of the same. And I have no axe to grind against Hillary Clinton. She's an incredibly talented woman. She's gotten to the height of political power, and she's managed through crisis after crisis so I'm not sitting here going to demean her or say anything negative about her. She's earned her way to this process, and God bless her. Wish her well. But I can't take any more time in this uh, era we are in of continuation of existing policies. Well, I have to admit you're Back better. To the FDA, those, those simple, I mean, you know, starting with a $10 price point to determine whether a cigar is going to be exempt from something, that virtually says everybody under $10 is probably going to be taken out of the marketplace by force because there will be no factories making machine roll cigars. And then the premiums, which may be exempt, will be subject to other regulations. So when you go through the nuances of the language, of the FDA's regulation. And the word that is most problematic is when political authorities, members of Congress and senators, use words and language like what the FDA deems, D-E-E-M-S, deems necessary, which virtually opens a carte blanche of opportunity. If they so deem, meaning if they so choose, they will then be able to put subject to regulations on any of the products, including premium, including machine, including hand-rolled, you know, not being able to display products. Uh, seriously, I was thinking about it the other day. Let me give you a comparative. Well, uh, uh, I understood uh, 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 the legislation uh, uh, says you can't use I, I, words I, like mild, medium, strong. Okay, then let's let the gas stations just have a spin the dial, and you pump from the pump. It doesn't matter whether it's regular grade, medium grade, or premium grade. You just... <laughs> You're kind of at a at a roulette wheel. Here's a spin it, and if it hits your brand, you get to choose it. Well, that is bizarre, and it's insane, and it does nothing to enhance someone's health. It simply creates burdens on the manufacturer, burdens on the wholesaler, burdens on the distributor, burdens on the small vendor of tobacco products. Mark, well, Mikey, Mark. I was just in a tobacco store here in Maine, and I wanted Mild Cigar. And he says, Mark, you probably like this. Can you hit a button? Okay, sorry. What happened? What? 
What happened? Oh. Congressman? We lost oh. him. We lost him. Did we lose him? Oh, we lost him. Did we? Hello? Oh, there you oh go. hey, there he goes. Hey, Congressman, you know, we. I want, I'm glad you brought up the FDA, and I'm glad you brought up the new regulation. Now, before the deeming regulation came out, there was a the CRA's uh, proposed law, SR-492, you know, was pushed through, and there was also the basically what Adam wants to ask is: Is there any hope for really a carve out? Is Congress now yes. going to say this is absurd? Are they actually going to be that intelligent? Is there really any hope is for there, somebody is there actually any sat there? Yeah, through? is there somebody who's been involved I, in I, it? Is there I really any there hope? hope? You really believe so? I think there is hope. Yes, because one of the things remember when the law was passed, it was two thousand nine. That was when Democrats were in control of both the House and the Senate and the White House. Henry Waxman was the chairman who had oversight over FDA. That's when these laws were promulgated. That's when these rules were written. The Republican Congress is much more business-friendly and user-friendly, and I think they'll look at this as both an albatross and a job killer. The Tampa Bay uh, Times, as they're now known, came out with a very good editorial, and I know it's on your website. It's on CRA's website, um, and it really goes to, and I'll call it a more liberal paper, but they go in and say, you will put Newman out of business as the only cigar manufacturer who is still in existence in the Tampa Ybor City area. As you all know, from Key West to Tampa went the cigar manufacturers, and there were hundreds. Now there are one. And this legislation is likely to put them out of business. I think that will get the attention of Congress, and I think they'll do some carve-outs and do some reverse engineering of what this bill uh, pretends to do to average, hardworking Americans. That's the greatest line, pretends to do. Because did he, can these people actually sit there and say, well, yeah, with this new bill, after August 8th, there will never be another new cigar brand. How could they think in any point that this is okay? Well, they, you know, again, it's the do-gooders trying to prevent you from doing something to yourself. You know, I wish they had this much concern on the border crossings. I wish they had this much concern on the terrorists. I swear I sit there and watch some of this crazy, crazy language that appears in a bill. And virtually, as you say, we'll put every manufacturer heretofore out of business at a date just thrown into the bill. I think it's February 2017 or yeah, March. Yeah, I'm February 2007. Exactly. Crazy. But, but, but those are the things that I think uh, go against what has always been the independent spirit of America. You know, I used to say, and when I was in Congress, I would have people come to me and they'd say, Mark, why don't you regulate the TV programs and get rid of all the smut and violence and, 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 and don't allow this stuff to come into our homes? Because I think it's what's causing American kids to become crazy and shoot up people. I said, listen, that's what the on and off switch is for. You don't like the program. You don't want your kids watching it. Shut it off. But I'm not going to block and censor the airwaves because you have a problem or your judgment says because I remember telling some of the people, I said, listen, I, I, I watched Bonnie and Clyde all my life. I love that movie, but I never went out and robbed a bank after seeing it. So, very you know, good point. stop very already good. with the rules. All right. Congressman, thank you for being with us. Best of luck with I'm the Trump campaign bill. in 2016. Yes, and I, I like your optimism about the carve-out and the possibilities. When we come back, we're going to see what's going on and who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Keep it lit. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee. Since their humble beginning. 
Caldwell Cigar Company is a proud sponsor of Kiss My Ash Radio. Make sure you try all of Caldwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Affectionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Affectionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us. We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Serie V Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Serie V Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands. 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, and rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55, comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential, the Aging Room Bin Number 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character, Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. The recently released Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional 2 years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Lynn, really? Just wanted to steal some sunshine. Oh, really? Come on. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the always excitable Honest Abe and the... Effervescent, lovely Lady M. Not so angry, Lady M. Yes. One. And we are here just winding down the final segment. We want a special thanks to Dr. Caffey from Caffey 1901 Cigars for being here for a fascinating interview. Mark Foley, who just got done telling us about his optimism for a carve-out from the FDA. And we are now pleased to honor, in honor of the 4th of July, we are now joined by Robert Allen, the Director of Operations for Cigars for Warriors, Cigars for Warriors is a non-profit organization that collects donated cigars and ships them across the globe for our brave men and women serving our country. Robert, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you very much for having me. So, uh, how long has this organization been around? It was formed in May of uh, 2012. And then back in, I believe it was 2014, we became the only IRS-approved 501c3 two-cent cigar care packages to combat troops. Oh, fantastic. And how many cigars do you send out a year to the troops? Well, to give you an idea, since we started in May of 2012, I've shipped out a little over 608,000 cigars. Mm, nice. That is so not a small number. just... Just last month, shipped out 39,000 cigars just in June. Wow. Wow. And um, how, if people want to wow. donate cigars or send you cigars, how do they go about doing so? A couple different ways. One of them is we have collection boxes in most cigar shops around the country. Besides, we do a lot of the cigar events also. We're set up at Sturgis, so people can donate those ways. Or they can go on our website, which is cigarsforwarriors.org, or on Facebook or on Twitter. And if you go on cigarsforwarriors.org, it'll have the information as to how to make either a uh, monetary donation or a uh, personal donation of cigars. Wow. And uh, if I'm a troop stationed overseas, how do I get involved to get you to send me a care package? You would go on to cigarsforwarriors.org and fill out the request care package. What happens is I'll receive that, verify that you're in a combat zone, and send you a care package of 50 cigars. Oh. Now, now, yeah, exactly. Now, how many requests do you get a month? Or oh, my God. I would say ballpark 20 to 30 requests a day. Wow. 20 to 30 a day. Wow. A day. And, yeah. And do, you, and do you fulfill each and every one of those? Yes and no. We try not to. If Let's say two people, John Smith and whoever else, if they're in the same platoon over in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. no. Only one of them is going to get a box until one of them receives. Because if they're getting a box of 50 cigars, there's mm-hmm. two rules. One of them is they have to split it within their unit, and the second one, they email us back a picture. Ah, uh, gotcha. Well, fantastic. If you want to find out more, CigarsForWarriors.com. Also, check out Cigars for Warriors on Facebook, a great cause. Robert, thank you for all you do for the troops and, you know, supplying. Have a great holiday. And you know what? Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. Thank you very much. Robert Allen of Cigars for Warriors, a great organization doing a lot for the troops in combat zones. And now it's time to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. 
Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. This week brought to you by the fine folks at CLE and Asylum Cigars. So... Landlords are very often the focus of their tenants' anger. That's nothing new. Usually it's complaints about living conditions like leaky roofs or cracks in the pipes. I'm going through that myself right now. Are you? Oh, oh, yeah. Blacked out tenant. I know. I got Left the... my house like a crack den. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It was bad. Seriously. Terrible. And then she uh, thought she was going to get her deposit back. Yeah, that's this is not fun. Uh, the irrational confidence of a renter with no well, real this, ideas. Listen, this... her and her husband are basically splitting up. All right? He told me, keep the deposit. I mean, the place looked horrendous. This yeah. was like saying she's going to go get a lawyer. I'm like, go do it. Well, our, uh, I ended up spending $1,000 over her deposit just to uh, get it back to normal. Our normal. Insane, I think you should be happy you're not dealing with this tenant. Muriel Hoffman had a problem with her crack pipe. Mainly, she could not find her, it. Her what? Her crack pipe. Crack? The, the cra- crack. Crack. Yeah. Crack? Okay. It's not like you've seen, nope. seen crack. Nope, a crack pipe crack. with okay. crack in it, As in probably. Crack. Yeah. So she, uh, she actually went to her... Landlord and complain about the missing crack pipe. This is up in Vero Beach. <laughs> Hoffman didn't go to accuse the landlord of stealing her crack pipe, but, wanted, but she wanted to borrow his. The problem was, is her landlord didn't have a crack pipe, nor did he smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh, so this, you're right. This lady decided I had lost my crack pipe. Let me go see if my landlord has one that I can exactly. borrow. Exactly. When the landlord informed Hoffman about the, uh, the lack of crack pipe on the property, she proceeded to punch him. In the face. Wow. Yep. I guess she got a little grumpy. She never cracked fix. Oh. Uh, oh, man. Hoffman was ended up, she be, she was ended up arrested by the Indian River County Sheriff's Office, which is just in our backyard up in Vero Beach. Muriel Hoffman, you are our insane asylum. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, she definitely belongs in an insane Holy asylum. Cow. Which reminds me, once again, kids, don't, don't do meth. So we talk about what we're doing 4th of July. What are you doing? Me? Yeah, other than ah, getting your gonna, car. <laughs> I'm going to hang. You know, stay local. Got a barbecue to go to here and there, all this stuff. So. Oh, that should yeah. be fun. I'm, I'm doing I, I'm my burger themes now. I'm, I'm every, you know, we do burger What's themes. What's the burger theme this Well, this weekend? week we already missed it because I already told you it was going to be the mushroom fried bologna. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, but I, I also got a Caesar salad burger I'm going to make. My favorite's going to be the fried chicken burger. Fried chicken burger. Fried yeah. chicken burger. Oh, yeah. And where are you getting these inspirations Just, from? Come on. I, I, I've always told you. Do you have a I always told account? you if I ever got out of the cigar business, I was going to open up a gourmet burger shop, microbrewery, yeah. and I was going to let you run the beer. Yeah. And I run the burgers. You run the front. We'll have a quinoa stuffed black bean burger. Do you like my fried chicken burger? Yeah. A deep, a deep fried patty. Deep fried patty. Right? With some Gouda cream, Gouda cream corn on top of it. Uh-huh. Right? And mashed potatoes. Wow. <laughs> oh. You're digging that it, aren't you? That sounds like a... I, th- th- that, I gotta tell you, that seems like a fat person's wet dream. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm gonna post these every week as I make them. Picture of everything, so yeah. Oh. You can follow me on Instagram, uh, Cigar Abe. Yes. Cigar Abe on Instagram and... I can't wait to see this. Oh, yeah. Well, we hope everybody has a really happy 4th of July. Don't forget, go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page and post a photo of you barbecuing and smoking a cigar, and you could be up for our great Zycar prize this week. I'm going to put my burger up. Absolutely. I'm going to put my new burger up. Get your photo of your burger and your cigar up there, and you can win a great prize. I have to make bacon jam for my burger this week, by the way. Bacon jam? Yes. How do you bacon jam? You make bacon jam. It's a concoction of... Bacon, red onions, a little Worcestershire sauce, some ingredients, some bacon fat, and you make a jam-based thing out of bacon. Yeah, wow. 
Huh. I'm really hungry right now. I'd like to go. Pre-cooked or uncooked bacon? Well, eventually you you fry the bacon Uh up, but you get it uncooked first, and you fry it up. Then you use the fat to simmer down the onions. Uh, Yeah, a little garlic. uh, We got like little Chef Boyardee back here. Actually, the recipe calls for some coffee and some bourbon. Oh, yeah. That's going to be my burger this week, bacon jam. (laughs) <laughs> always remember, always remember my rule. If so you're going to use, bur- going to use bourbon great. in some, use good bourbon. Don't use bad Eagle bourbon. Rare. There, there you go. That's what I'm using. Oh, yeah. We're talking. Nice. Ah. All right. Don't forget to also check out the poll on Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page. Participate, and you can win a great five-pack from our friends over at Recluse Cigars. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Next week, when we are here, if Who is I find on it, next week, yeah. uh, Robert Allen from, uh, that's Robert Allen from Cigars for Warriors. Where is my last page? <laughs> I uh, love it. Where lost we... it. All right. Get, we got to go. Keep it lit. Palm Beach's hottest party and best value at Spearmint Rhino and Okeechobee and Military Trail. It's the Vegas party scene and entertainment at local prices. When's the last time you've been to the Rhino? Friendliest staff and service with awesome specials. Like $2 Ucala, including Grey Goose, Crown Royal, and even import beer. The Spearmint Rhino, where the real party happens. Don't forget about $10 Tuesdays and Friday Power Hour. Free well drinks from 5 to 6 p.m. Palm Beach's best value at the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. Club. Introducing the Coots, Connecticut, a true old-school premier cigar expertly crafted in Honduras by only the most experienced cigar masters. Its unique super-aged Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper intermingled with seasoned tobaccos from the Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua, creating a balanced, mild-to-medium-bodied smoke that provides a crisp flavor, clean taste, and super-smooth finish. Coots, Connecticut is available at fine tobacconist retailers nationwide. Visit www.coots.com.